Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed, as we are picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app titled The Seven Laws of Love. 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 And so we actually chose this devotional for a few reasons. Number one, because obviously Valentine's Day is right on the corner. Mm -hmm. So the topic of love is in the air. And secondly, the author of this devotional is Dave Willis, which is someone who we're actually going to see very soon. We're getting ready Mm -hmm. to head to the Exo Marriage Conference in Texas, where he and his wife are some of the best speakers that they have. We love listening to them. Um, And uh, so the Dallas Conference is fully sold out. But if you guys want to watch online, we actually have a 50% off Discount code. Discount code. I yeah. think it's Masters50. Yeah, we'll so link it below. Yeah, so it's going to be linked in the description if you guys want to tune in. And even if you're not married, you're engaged, you're single, whatever that may be, it's a great time to yes. learn about healthy relationships. And so I'm excited to see what, what Dave actually wrote in this Devo. Yes, wait, did you wear your walk in love shirt on purpose? No. <laughs> Love that. is in the air, you guys. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so anyways, as always, I'm going to read the scripture. Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 19 through 21. And it says this. So Elijah went and found Elisha, son of Shaphat, plowing a field. There were 12 teams of oxen in the field, and Elisha was plowing with the 12th team. Elijah went over to him and threw his cloak across his shoulders, then walked away. Elisha left the oxen standing there, ran after Elijah, and said to him, First, let me go and kiss my father and mother goodbye, then I will go with you. Elijah replied, Go on back, but think about what I have done to you. So Elisha returned to his oxen and slaughtered them. He used the wood from the plow to build a fire to roast their flesh. He passed around the meat to the townspeople, and they all ate. Then he went with Elijah as his assistant. The devotional is titled, Love Requires Commitment. And it says this, Love requires commitment, and the commitment requires abandoning our exit strategies. Mm. Love that line. One of my favorite examples of removing any exit strategy comes from the prophet Elijah. The Old Testament book of 1 Kings chronicles Elisha's extraordinary story. God called Elisha into a life of ministry, but Elisha wisely understood that embracing his calling would mean letting go of his current career. He had to make a choice between his love for God and his need for the familiarity and financial security of his home. Elisha was a farmer from a family of farmers. His cattle and his farming equipment represented his family trade, his heritage, and his income. Elijah didn't want the temptation of a comfortable exit strategy in his mind on the days when his new life and ministry might get uncomfortable. Elijah wanted to go all in with God. To simultaneously celebrate his new calling and publicly display his commitment to God, Elisha threw himself a very unique going-away party. He slaughtered all his cattle and cooked their meat by burning all his farm equipment. He was symbolically and literally lighting fire to his exit strategy. As he celebrated his new adventure with friends and family that night, they all knew he wouldn't be coming home because he'd made sure he'd have nothing to come home to. He had removed the temptation. He had eliminated the exit strategy. His love for God moved him to make a dramatic commitment. God honored Elisha's commitment. 
Elisha went on to become one of the most significant spiritual leaders in Israel's history. His love, faith, and commitment to God continue to inspire people around the globe. Love thrives where love is rooted in commitment. Make sure your loved ones know your love isn't just a fickle feeling. It's a promise for your shared future. Embrace a deeper sense of responsibility for and accountability to your loved ones, and you'll be cultivating fertile soil where lasting love can take root. This is so good. So good. And it's so convicting to me right now because ever since Tori and I had Micah, I've really had it exposed that I would really only love people when it's convenient for me and when it's comfortable for me, mm-hmm. But because it, it was on my time. And I could kind of do that because I had all my other responsibilities taken care of. I had all my bills taken care of. And then with what's left over, I can make myself available to people. But then insert Micah, (laughs) insert someone who needs love, even whenever I'm not always wanting to give it. Mm -hmm. And it really did expose how previous to him, I did have exit plans. I did have other ideas to keep my comfort and to keep myself just kind of, uh, I would only love within my parameters. And that's not God's love. That's Chad's love. I was never sharing God's love with people because I never allowed myself to be stretched to actually implement his love, which goes beyond mine. I would only love within my own abilities, which is a definitely not good, you know, because my love can only go so far. And so I love this because you see it right there. Elijah. um, So Elisha was coming from a wealthy family to have that many oxen and that much farmland to walk away from a good thing that he was, he was going to inherit this thing and to walk away from it, to be an assistant requires some serious commitment to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it's like that. Even what we see in our marriage is like commitment rules over everything. Mm -hmm. We are committed to our covenant over our feelings. And I know that we all have feelings and we love like living in those because it feels nice most of the time. But honestly, commitment rules over that. Yeah. And I think we live in honestly such a fickle society. I think that's why the divorce rate is what it is, is because people I, I notice, and this is maybe even outside of the Christian culture, maybe it's inside of it as well, but they'll get married knowing that there's divorce. So they're walking into marriage with the awareness that there's always an exit strategy. So they're not walking into marriage saying the doors are shut. That is not an option for us. And so they leave little things just open, right? Like yeah. the door is open for someone to leave and there is not the capacity to love fully inside of that like the the freedom that you feel inside of marriage is because the doors are shut is because you can be your rawest version because you feel loved at your worst because inside of the mess you know that that person is with you and they're not going anywhere and as the seasons change you're not worried like oh, well, I feel like I'm different in this season. Like, I feel like I'm totally different in this season of new mom life. My requirements are different. My availability to Chad is different. My availability to my community is different. And if I was nervous 
that Chad would leave just because my availability is different in this season, I wouldn't feel number one as loved by him and I wouldn't feel as free in our marriage. And so I think this is just an encouragement to anyone and no matter where you are on the relationship status, whether you're single, dating, engaged, or married to remember, especially in a marital relationship, that as you enter in, you are walking in with a door shut mentality and you should go ahead and eliminate all exit strategies and not leave any room left on the table. Like there's no need to be following your exes on Instagram. There's no need to be having these like sidebar conversations. Like you are 100% committed. And I think that that commitment stems from first being committed to the Lord. Because if you don't know how to commit to the Lord fully, how are you going to know how to commit to someone else? Yeah. And it's so important to first recognize the Lord's commitment to you. Yes, I was trying to find the exact Bible reference right there, but I couldn't find it. I need to do a little bit more digging, but, um, and I'm not sure how much this applies, but it's very close to my heart is whenever, uh, Pontius Pilate brought out Barabbas and Jesus oh, and the yeah. crowd got to choose who would be sacrificed or who would be, who would be killed and crucified. Jesus didn't defend himself. He deliberately chose to not defend himself and he deliberately was committed to the cross. And that's how much he loves us is he was committed unto death and he rose for us. And the more we receive that and the more we live in that freedom the more we will be willing to commit ourselves to him and his plan for our life. But if we're not actively daily receiving his love, receiving his commitment to the cross and picking up our own cross daily, then we're, we're not, we're always going to choose comfort because I mean, what would you do on stage? You know, I would defend myself, you know what I mean? And he deliberately chose us over defending himself. And so powerful. Yeah. What a commitment. You want to pray son out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your love and your commitment to us. God, I just pray that the passion would rise inside of us, that if we have anything in our lives that are hindering our commitment to you or commitment to the relationships that we're in, that you would reveal those things to us and help us burn metaphorically any of those exit strategies so that we can live fully in that freedom that commitment and covenant brings. Lord, we love you and we cannot do this without you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When else that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Hasta luego.